This economic report is sponsored by Rick Kelb, Wealth Management Advisor with Northwestern Mutual since 1983 on Spring Street, Nevada City at rickkelb.com. Well, it's time for our economic update with KVMR's economics guy, Gary Zimmerman. Welcome back to KVMR, Gary. Thank you, Paul. It's time for us to talk about the economy and There'll be a lot of important economic news this week. Can you uh, kind of give us a preview about what some of these news items are going to be? Okay, Paul, let me start with three important, I think, economic news topics that we should be waiting for this week. And you know, depending on ha- what happens with the Fed, gross domestic product, um, inflation news, you know, the, this, these could be things that move financial markets, perceptions about the economy, and even future Fed policy actions. So on Wednesday, the 27th, the Federal Reserve policymakers will conclude their meeting and announce their monetary policy or interest rate decisions that will be important for their inflation and economic growth growth and full employment goals. Um, And then on Thursday, the 28th, the Bureau of Economic Analysis will release their first estimate of real or inflation-adjusted gross domestic product or GDP output for the economy. And that will tell us how fast the economy is either growing (laughs) or slowing. Um, And then on Friday, the 29th, the Bureau of Economic Analysis will release their first estimate of the personal consumption expenditure price index for June 2022. And that'll give us the overall inflation rate um, over the past year on that index. You know, in May, that index was rising at a 6.3% annual rate year over year, you know, far above the 2% Fed's inflation goal based on that index. So, you know, and it's Expected to remain in that higher range in in June as well. Okay, Gary. So we already know about what we're going to be talking about in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's another one. Um, let's talk about the GDP data that will be published this week. Do you think the data will show that the economy grew or shrunk in in April to June this year? Well, Paul, uh, based on much of the data and indicators that I follow, including uh, the real-time estimates of GDP data produced by the Atlanta Fed, for example, I would expect that the economic output for the economy will probably have declined a little bit in the second quarter of the year. And they, you know, there's there's some debate about where that one those are going to go, but that would give us two consecutive quarterly declines so far this year. You know, following a period of very rapid growth in the last quarter of 2021. Okay, now, as a rule of thumb, um, uh, two consecutive quarterly declines in the GDP are considered a recession. Is that an official definition or description, or is that kind of a folk way of looking at it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes and no. Um, Yes, as a rule of thumb, two back-to-back quarters when the economy uh, shrinks uh, as measured by GDP is generally considered a recession by by most folks, but uh, there. However, there's also an official decision on when a recession starts and ends, and uh, that's the one that we should probably be looking at. And that's decided by a committee of prominent economists at the National Bureau of Economic Research, headed by um, 
Professor uh, Robert Hall at Stanford, if I remember right, uh, the committee usually waits until they have revised data on the economy from a much wider range of economic indicators than just GDP. So they're looking at real gross domestic product numbers, labor markets, unemployment rates, spending, production, manufacturing, uh, consumer sentiment, lots and lots of indicators, financial indicators as well. Uh, and they'd be looking at all of these things before they designate a period as a recession or an expansion. And that that's probably not going to happen immediately. Okay. Now I'm going to put you on the record here, Gary. Uh, do you think <laughs> the economy is in a recession right now? Oh, thanks, Paul. Another softball question. <laughs> okay. Well, while some indicators are giving recession warnings, and that's something to be considering seriously, uh, you know, based, I think, on the overall indicators and especially the strength in the labor market so far this year, I would have to say, no, the economy is probably not in a recession. The labor markets are still quite strong, you know, although they can be a, you know, a lagging indicator here. So, you know, maybe next year, We'll see something different. But while there's certainly the risk of a recession has risen, you know, as Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen indicated on interviews on Sunday, but, you know, looking at things like the labor markets, they're still adding jobs at a very rapid pace. For example, in the past three months, they averaged about 375,000 new jobs uh, each month were, were added to total payrolls. You know, I think that's you know, close to double the average monthly increase in jobs during most of the 2009 to 2020 expansion. Gary, don't you normally expect that the unemployment rate would be rising if there is a recession? Yes, Paul. Typically, the unemployment rate starts rising in a recession, and you know we haven't seen that. So, you know, in 2022, the unemployment rate is very low, and it has not been rising. The unemployment remains rate remains at 3.6 percent. That's even below the Fed policymakers' uh, estimate of full employment in the long run. You know, and it's just barely above the lowest unemployment rate of the past 50 years. That's you know 3.5 percent. So, you know, that's that's uh, an indication that we're not in a, a, a a recession at this point. So the strength of the labor market, you know, is an important, you know, consideration for whether we're in a recession or not, uh, something that uh, the, the official folks will decide on when they uh, look at all of the data. Um, you know, you know, one one other part of the news is that from the labor markets is that we've recovered the 22 million lost jobs that uh, followed the COVID-19 recession in 2020 and drove the unemployment rate up to nearly 15% of the labor force two years ago. You know, but again, that doesn't mean the risk of a recession isn't there, especially as the Fed is raising interest rates. And, you know, again, we're not alone in this situation. Inflation and central banks are raising interest rates around the globe and, you know, recession risks are, you know, global concerns today, especially while we still have, you know, to worry about COVID supply chain issues, war in Ukraine, adding to both inflation and recession risks. Uh, one more question, Gary. Um, let's talk about the Federal Reserve. What do you expect the Fed to do with interest rates at its meeting um, this week? That's an important question, Paul. And based on the comments earlier in the month from Fed Chair Jay Powell and other policymakers and their heightened concerns about inflation, behavior of recent economic indicators, I expect the policymakers from the Fed will announce another increase of three quarters of a percentage point or 75 basis points. Um, that will increase interest rates, uh, the overnight interest rate target that the Fed has to a nearly neutral two and a quarter, two and a half percent range, you know, one that's no longer stimulating the economy's growth. Um, so, you know, that um, 
increase will also you know put some pressure on longer term interest rates as well so you know and as of last month the policymakers were expecting to move the target range up to the three and a quarter to three and a half percent range by the end of 2022 as they continue trying to slow the economy to bring down the high inflation rate towards their two percent goal over the next year or two so we shouldn't expect a sudden decline in inflation that's going to take some time and the Fed is in a very difficult position of trying to in, engineer what is called a soft landing, um, slowing growth, but not pushing the economy into a recession. And that's that's not an easy task. And, you know, as they do that, we should expect to see some, you know, some more short term interest rate increases in the months ahead as the Fed takes further actions to lower the inflation rate. Well, Gary, one thing for sure, this being a midterm election year, um, this will be talked about. <laughs> That's true. Gary, thank you so much. Look forward to our next chat in a couple weeks. Thank you, Paul. You're welcome. Gary Zimmerman is a retired senior economist for the San Francisco Federal Reserve and currently is a visiting professor at the Vienna University of Economics and Business in Austria, where he teaches courses in economics and finance.